are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast with your host, Mark Alden Taylor, which is me. And we have, as always, our lovable scamp, Mr. Lee. Lee, the victim today. <laughs> Gerstman. Oh man, I called you a scamp. Did you like that one? That was nice. <laughs> Socially convenient and mentally posh, I guess. So how you doing since Friday? <laughs> um, since Friday? Um, uh, since this Friday, 10 minutes ago or last Friday? Oh, wait, it it's is Friday. The same. Uh, I mean, uh, two days ago when we did your podcast, and then we did, we've been doing a lot of podcasts because uh, as uh, we've, I, we've been uh, sequestered in our homes, so there's nothing yeah, for me I to mean, do but drink and play with, and, and watch TV with my wife and, and just play with myself, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, <laughs> it's like, um, I can go out. I mean, the cops don't stop us. There's some people walking around. It's just there's not a lot to do. So you can walk around and look at the buildings that are not open. But no, there's there's some grocery stores. And some cafes are open in order to get a coffee to go. Um, but it's not... It's not like it was. And I'm, I'm not... It's like, this is weird, because I don't know how the whole thing started. You know, we've heard about how it might have started here or there, but I'm thinking, it's... I remember when Y2K was considered a big deal. Yeah, but we didn't and, shut down the entire country. <laughs> yeah. The country didn't shut down. This is like... I don't know if it's panic and it's it's being overcautious, but it's good to be overcautious than to be undercautious. So I know people are getting pissed off, taking out, yeah. taking away their rights, and those idiot kids on the beach in Florida. It only happens in Florida, you know. Forget <laughs> we're gonna sit here. I don't care if I get the coronavirus. I'm gonna sit here and party, man. I'm gonna fucking dude. You know how do we raise a bunch of idiots? You know, at, there's old people saying, you know, if we if we had this in our time, we would have listened, you know, and it wouldn't have spread like this. But these new people don't want to listen to anything. They just want to do what the fuck they want now. Yeah, that's why um, we have albums like, well, never mind. <laughs> oh, you mean like Nirvana? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, them too. Well, speaking of Nirvana, uh, we're doing a group from that era called Alice in Chains, a little group from Seattle uh, that I thought was mainly more metal, but uh, Nate Atchison, Bushy, says, it's fucking drop D, man, ain't metal. Fucking he hates that shit. And I go, oh, whatever. And I said, well, Pearl Jam wasn't drop D. And he goes, yeah, but they sucked. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I got a little uh, little comment from him. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, there are some albums that when you listen to them, all you can think about is the stupid dope who just 
bangs his head to the wall while the music goes over and over again. And you finally picked one. Congrats. I thought that was Bon Jovi. I get, you like Bon Jovi better than this album? Kinda, yeah. Oh my God. Did you hear that, Ralph? He likes Bon Jovi. Um, <laughs> um, I'm not going to admit to really loving this. Oh my God. All right, well, let's... But, but please shut up about Bon Jovi. Shut up, Beavis. All right. Dirt is the second studio album by American rock band Alice in Chains. Released... September 29th, 1992, through Columbia Records, peaking at number six on the Billboard 200 chart. The album was so well received by music critics, it has since been certified four times platinum by the RIAA and has gone out on to sell five million copies worldwide, making Dirt the band's highest selling album to date. It's the band's last album recorded with all four original members as bassist Mike Starr was fired from the band in January 1993. The album spawned five singles, Wood, Dim Bones, Angry Chair, Rooster, and Down in a Hole. With all accompanying music videos, Dirt was nominated for a Grammy Award for Best Hard Rock Performance for the music video Wood, was nominated for an MT Video Music Award for Best Video for a Film, as a song featured on the soundtrack of Cameron Crowe's 1992 film Singles. Did you ever see that movie? Um, maybe only five seconds of it. Uh, it was pretty. It's a pretty cool movie. It had uh, Matt Dillon in it. I've, I've heard of it. I might watch it. It was okay. It had members of Pearl Jam and uh, Soundgarden in there. It was pretty cool. Uh, oh, yuck. Okay. I thought you liked Soundgarden. Um, nah, up to a point. All right. The songs on the album focused on depression, pain, anger, and antisocial behavioral relationships, drug addiction, primary heroin, war, death, and emotionally changed topics. The track Iron Gland features Tom Arrera of Sl Sl Slayer on vocals. Most of the music from the album was written by guitarist Jerry Cantrell, but for the first time, vocalist Lane Staley wrote two songs by himself, Hate to Feel and Angry Chair. Bolt also featured Staley on guitar. Rolling Stone listed the album at 26 uh, on its 100 greatest metal albums of all time. Metal! Not grunge, but Rolling Stone is a bunch of idiots, but a lot of fans of Alice in Chains consider them more metal. I'm just saying that, Nate. Dirt was included in the 2005 book 101 albums you should hear before you die nate it was voted kerrang's critic choice album of the year guitar world named dirt best guitar album in 1992 that's kind of sad but uh jerry control is a good guitar player but i think there was a lot of be better guitar albums during that time loudware named it one of the best metal albums of the 1990s and rolling stone ranked it number six of its 50 greatest grunge albums oh they put it in grunge too uh, Alice in Chains, four studio album, Black Gaze. Okay, we're already on that. Uh, we're not on that album. But, uh, so. Um, the more that you're talking about this, um, it's still not making you sound very intelligent. It's like someone trying to explain eating silly sand. They can go on for an hour and it's still not going to sound very intelligent. So, why don't you, you just quit before you, um, um, become too much like. No, actually. I'll just lick you my might as well keep talking because our fans are probably going to like this. This is the thing. There's This is the kind of album, and I'll get into the individual songs, but this is the sort of thing that our fans are going to like. They're not going to listen to classical. They're not going to listen to jazz. They're just going to listen to this crunchy, 
oh, I'm eating my potato chips, crunch, 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 music. And so, you know, you picked a good album for them. You picked a good album for the not smart people. I picked an album that I love, so that's all that matters. And, I, and you pick albums that you pick albums just to like try to see if I like them, and you don't even really know the albums. You've done that. Up, up. You have really? Yes, you've done. You've picked albums that you didn't never listen to before, but you just wanted to do a review on it because nobody talks about that group. <laughs> up. How dare you tell the truth? <laughs> at least I pick albums that, at least I pick albums that touched me I don't pick them to piss you off I like Bon Jovi I love Bon Jovi I love poison I have we haven't done a poison review because I I want to give you time for that one <laughs> but it was um, really funny to hear you on the rock and metal combat that I might not mind doing but I'm not gonna tell you that sucks well I pick albums I love and I and I and I pick albums that I, I want the fans to listen to. And and you're selling our fans short. There's a lot of fans that tell me about jazz and classical besides you. And plus, we're okay. a rock. We're a rock podcast. We're not a jazz and classical podcast. I know. All right. So you could but do that. I'm, I'm just being a bitch. I, I feel like being a bitch. So that's what I'm being. Well, man, there's no concerts to go to right now. Yeah. But I mean... I admire your chuck's paw. <laughs> At least you're able to stand up to me, which I think is thumbs up. Man. All right. Well, let's get into this album. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it might be a quick one because Lee doesn't really like it. So, well, at least that's what he's saying right now. He always changes his mind in the middle. Uh, <laughs> because we always agree, right, Lee? Yeah, we do. In fact, um, I'm not going to tell you... Um, where I change my mind. All right. Well, let's get into the first track, Them Bones. What did you think about this one? It's a bit heavy-hitting, but well done. Most of the time, I'm not really into this type of headache-style heavy rock. It surely isn't something anyone would want to hear if they want to feel good. But as one song, I can stand it, as long as I don't have to hear a lot of stuff like this in a row. Well, this song rocks. It's like two minutes and 30 minutes, 30 seconds. And it freaking kicks ass. Freaking, and it's like, a freaking riff that Jerry plays on this song. It's just amazing. And Lane's vocals, and I've always loved the way Jerry and Lane can harmonize and sound like one vocal. It's not like that hippy-dippy shit that you give me where 10 people sing. You got two people focusing their voices together, and they sound like one, not a fucking choir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Not a hippie choir like you like. You like them hippie choirs. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> right, let me give you a hug, Lee. Are you, you need a hug? No, I'm fine. I'm kidding you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's get to the next song, Damn That River. What would you think about this one? This is a little better. I like the beat and the overall vibe of it, but I do think it's a little too long and gets repetitive before it finishes. It didn't leave me feeling like I wanted to hear it again. This song is only three minutes and nine seconds, dude. It's pretty short and it's really to the point. I love So You Wanna Damn the River. The vocals on this album are insanely good. Freaking love it. Freaking love this song. This song rules. 
Cantrell's a great songwriter, and if you guys want to check out Cantrell, he's got some killer solo records like Boogie Depot and Reckon the other album I can't remember right now. Fucking great. He has a, I think on the second album, he has a, what's his name playing bass on it? Robert Trujillo. It's a really good album, man. Uh, and then we get to the next track, which I almost picked because I love this song, and this is written by the whole band. Uh, Rain When I Die. What do you think about this one? I won't say I love it, but it is somewhat interesting and so far one of the better tracks. And at least now I know the influence for Kiss's song Rain off of Carnival of Souls, which I like better. But at least it's interesting for that fact, so it's almost good. But fucking Lane's voice is so killer on that when he goes, Rain when I die. Oh my god. This album is not depressing. You know the lyrics are depressing, but the music is so good it lifts you up. It's like, fuck, man. How can somebody sing with so much emotion like that? This song fucking rocks, and I love it. It's the longest song on the album, and it freaking kicks ass. It doesn't seem that long at all. And then we get to the next mm, track. Uh... Which you picked. No, I picked. I, I We picked four songs and Down in a Hole. And uh, mm. so here's Down in a Hole and the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was Down in a Hole on the Freeform Rock Podcast. What did you think of that song, Lee? At least it's a little less intense. And for that reason, I like it up to a point. But it's a little too long. If it was cut by a few minutes, I'd think it was the best song on the album. Well, I think it is. I don't know. I can't pick a best song on the album because it's like it depends on what day I'm, I'm at on this, man. Because this song is so emotional. The lyrics are just so freaking good. It's like, um, I, I I just want to read the chorus. It, or the, it goes down in the hole and I, and I don't know if I could be saved. <laughs> I see my heart decorate it like a grave. You don't understand who they thought I was supposed to be. Look at me now, a man who won't let himself be. Down in the hole, feeling so small. Down in the hole, losing my soul. I like to fly, but my wings have been so denied. Those are so fucking powerful lyrics. And that's not really depressing. Everybody feels like that. You feel like if I do an album you hate, then I'm cutting your wings off, right? No, I feel like you're you're doing it to yourself. <laughs> you feel like I'm doing it to myself? But those... Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm just sad because you're not getting better. But, I, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm... I'm... 
but but when everyone does that, it's it's like the virus. You know, we now have a virus because people don't listen. If people listen to only the really good music, we wouldn't have this mental weirdness going on where people don't listen to things. We would have health. <laughs> and everybody would drink vodka. It would be you would be have a run on it, and you wouldn't have any vodka, right? <laughs> yeah. So 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 fuck them. Yeah. Stop drinking Lee's vodka. Leave yeah, him, thank you. Leave them to. Well, you know what? The only thing left on the shelves is your vodka. <laughs> That's true. Nobody wants you know, the dollar vodka. The only thing left on the shelf is the woman who's sleeping there. I say, hey, honey, I have 50 cents. Want to come home and um, wink at me? <laughs> and she says, well, do I, do I have to get out of my moldy clothes? And I say, fuck it. I'll just get another Nikolai vodka. <laughs> All right. I, I, like I said, down in the whole rules. I love that song. I love the lyrics. I'm okay, glad you do. Great track. And then we get another song I almost picked. There's so many songs on here I love. Sick Man. What did you think of this one? truly a totally worthless song <gasps> there's nothing in it that i can say has any worthwhile qualities you don't like the riff uh, maybe i i i don't uh, i i don't like his if it's his vocals or whatever the hell it is i i, I just you know songs like them bones and rain when I die and down in a hole and sick man. I mean, what's why not instead listen to I can't smile without you or um, getting better or up, up and away or um, we built this city or stuff that's positive. Well, because this is the band was writing what they were feeling at the time. It's not like yeah, I don't want to feel it. I mean, I mean, um, oh, I want to get, uh, instead of this nice salad, I want to get some, uh, uh, coal. Um, I'll chew on coal. Uh, why are you chewing on coal? Because that's what the chef is feeling of making, doy. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, man. I, I love Sorry this Sorry if I'm raining on your parade. You know, but I'm trying to give you a, a comments like like Jerry Cantrell's lyrics, so I well, hope then, but you, you feel happy. You But the <laughs> thing is, I like the happy songs. you got to have the light and the shade sometimes. you got to have the darkness go with the light. You know, you just can't have it one. You can't be happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, I happy, try, joy, joy. but then people tell me not to, and then I get angry and I punch them. It's like, dude, it's like, I had that in the 80s. I had freaking, ain't nothing but a good time. You know, I had freaking, freaking the fun poison stuff that people make fun of that I still love. And I love the darker shit, too. I love Black Sabbath. But Black Sabbath had some really cool, uplifting lyrics about believing in God. It's freaking yeah. great, too. And people think they're the devil. And you read their lyrics, man. But, yeah. And this thing but is that's talking, a this, good group. This this guy Lane Staley and Jerry Control they were going through drug addiction, man. They were going through times of of, of sorrow and stuff, and they put it in their music. The newer Alice in Chains is a little bit more not as dark, 
But this is dark because this is what the band was going through. This is what Kurt Cobain was going through. People think, oh, it's all down. And, but that's what the, the, the people at the time were feeling. They were feeling, fuck, we just had the happy 80s. Now the 90s is fucking sucking. What the fuck, man? We grew up in the 80s and we were having fun. And all of a sudden, the things got more expensive. Gas prices are out through the roof. What the fuck, man? You know, it's like fucking, I'm not happy now. Because fucking MTV told them not to be happy. <laughs> yeah. Because MTV, for MTV forced this shit on you guys instead of fucking saying, let's play this and this. They just gave you one option. You know? Yeah, they gave us Allison Chains. And yeah, instead of playing some depressing. Poison and Night Ranger and, and freaking Def Leppard, they played us this. I'll put to you like this. Um, crap on the west side, crap on the east side. Why not just forget about all of it? But no, I'm, I'll shut up. Now nah, you don't need now. to shut up. You have great takes, man. Thank I love you. sick man, sick man, sick man. Yeah, yeah. I freaking love this song. This song rules, man. Great song, co-written by Control and Staley. And then we get into the next song that you picked. If you didn't pick this song, I would have picked it, even though everybody... It's kind of overplayed now, but I still don't get bored of it. Here's Rooster by Allison Chains on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was Rooster by Alice in Chains. Why'd you pick that track, Lee? Very trippy song and my favorite on the album. I really like it a lot. I listened to it again on my own. Yeah, man. Um, the song is about uh, Staley's dad. He was in Vietnam and he came home and everybody spit on him and shit like that. He saw that, what his dad was going through, you know. But fuck, the, the, the beginning where it goes, Ooh, and he goes, ain't found a way to kill me yet freaking just love his emotion and vocals yeah. and then he goes into the chorus where it goes a little bit faster he goes hey they come to snub the rooster hey yeah 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 no we ain't gonna die just love that freaking emotion that lane gives this song you can tell he's feeling it and the band is on fire on this song this is like almost the best song off the album i told you i can't decide but this song just so emotion you just go with it man you feel his dad's pain you feel the son's pain yeah. watching his dad go through the pain of people spitting on people of a war they were forced to go into and they came home and everybody hated him for nothing you know yeah this is cool man and and, and you have good taste for liking this man i knew that that you you have good taste in music right on buddy oh after this i'm gonna listen to this fucking record i need to get this on vinyl if i could hey anybody want to send me a free vinyl uh give me a email or <laughs> i'm just joking but if you want to give me free vinyl i'll take it i'm poor now but everybody is poor now because of this stupid virus all right well, it's mm. not stupid but uh take care of yourselves guys man stay away from people keep your social distance and uh blow each other kisses well don't sneeze on them no That'll get the yeah. virus out. Then we get to the next track, Junkhead. What would you think of this one? This song I actually liked, and it had a good vibe to it. Imagine that. This song didn't make me grumpy. This is the second best song off the album. 
Well, you're always grumpy. A song makes you happy and gets out of your grumpiness. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. I love you. All right. All right. Tart. This is this is Junkhead. Junkhead is rules, man. I love this track. Great song, man. There's not a bad track on this album. And then we get to the next song, Dirt, which you pick. So here's Dirt on the Freeform <laughs> Rock Podcast.
was a swallow that was dirt and that was a swallow <laughs> i think that came in on the recording i'm not editing that shit that was funny yeah lee just had a swallow so what do you think of dirt lee this song directly quotes some of the melody from black sabbath's electric funeral and that's interesting it also has an alice cooper vibe to it but they really don't do it very well but the weird thing is the longer the song went on the more i liked it so it had the opposite effect of what the other songs have done. So I'll say this is one of the best songs on the album. Yeah, this is a great song, and it is one of the best songs on the album. And I, I like to see Staley writing a lot on here with uh, Jerry. Freaking great track. Great freaking... The band is on fire. They got better after this album because Michael Inez joined the band. He's a great bass player. But, uh, I think I actually like Lane Staley's songs better than Jerry Cantrell's. Yeah, freaking, uh, you, you know Michael Inez? Uh, no. He played with Ozzy. He was, he was listed on the bass player for uh, No More Tears, but it was actually his original bass player, the guy who writes all the songs. He writes mm. the songs that make the whole world sing. What is his oh, name? God. Bob what? Bob? Bob Daisley. Bob Daisley, yeah, Bob Daisley. I knew you'd know the last name. I got the first. That's why we're a team and we like everything. Yeah. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then we get to the next song, Godsmack. What'd you think of this one? This is quite irritating, but in a different way. There are some parts of the song I like, but his vocals really annoy the hell out of me. And it's far from being a classic. I, I don't think it's the best song on the album, but it's really cool and I like it. And it's really... And the thing is, uh, going to your Black Sabbath thing, I told Nate last night on Messenger, I said, it sounds like Black Sabbath. They they have, it says, no, they didn't do the drop detuning. I need to ask you, did Black Sabbath ever do drop detuning? I don't do guitar. Okay. But I would say they probably tuned their stuff so down it went under a well. Yeah, okay, thank you. I, I, I kind of... They were heavily influenced by Black Sabbath, and you could hear this in this album and in Facelift. So well, I was saying Black Sabbath did that. I don't know yeah. what these guys did. Yeah, I, I hear a lot of Black Sabbath in this, and I know a lot of other people. I've heard podcasts about this band, and they think the same thing. Uh, and then we get into, well, the intro to Hate to Feel. It's unlisted. It's with called Iron Glenn, where it goes, I am Iron Glenn! And that's Tom Araya, Araya, Araya of us. Uh, Slayer saying that, so that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I, I actually wrote notes for it. Go for it. And, and I said the whole album should have sounded like this song, not because it's good, but because it isn't. Yeah. Um, um, but because it's the most stupid song on here, and at least they're showing their stupidity to the fullest without pretending to do songs of meaning 
<laughs> you see, they put a little break into the, the, the emotion of the album. I thought that was cool. Yeah. And then we get to the next song that's totally written by Staley called Hate to Fill. What do you think of this one? This one is actually likable. I do like it. It has in some places a Led Zeppelin dazed and confused vibe. But there's enough variety in the song that I can say I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's a really good song. Lane, you can hear Lane's emotion in this one. Fucking great track. And then we get into the next one, Angry Chair, which is almost my favorite off this album, too. What do you think of this one? It started okay, and I liked the droning, almost spaghetti western movie music quality about it. But after a while, it became a little too long and reminded me again of why I don't like to listen to albums like this. They really don't do anything positive for me. But don't you need sometimes to hear something that's not positive to get positive? To feel that I'll tell you this. There are some times I might listen to a song by a group and I'll listen to a song I really don't like. So then that way I can compare it to a song I do like to show the difference. So I sometimes do that. I know, but uh, I'm just saying that this band is writing from emotion. You know, I... I, I just like hearing people feel what I feel. You know, every time you hear this person being happy, ha you know, you ever been around a person that's like, hee hee, woo hoo, ha ha, hee hee. They're always fucking happy, and it's like, fuck, they're irritating. Don't they get sad once in a while? This is what this music does to me. It says, hey man, we're there with you. We feel your emotions, and you're not alone. This is what this music feels. It's kind of like therapy. It doesn't make you want to go shoot yourself. It says, hey, man, this guy's feeling the same thing I'm feeling in my life. And this is why I like Alice in Chains. Nirvana, not as much. Pearl Jam wasn't as, had a lot more positivity to them, and so did Soundgarden. Um, but I, I think this, this band just speaks to you when you're in a mood and you feel like nobody understands you that they say hey man we understand what you're going through it's like the lyrics right here sitting on an angry chair angry walls it's still the air stomach hurts and i don't care what do i see across the way hey see myself molded in clay oh stares at me i'm afraid hey changing the shape of the space ah uh, yeah and it says Candles red, I have a pair, shadows dancing everywhere, burning on an angry chair. Little boy made mistake, hey pink cloud has now turned to gray. Oh, all is all I want to do is play. Hey, get on your knees, time to pray. You know, it just it's Well, like, I prefer Pink Floyd's lyrics if I want something a little more um dark intense. Yeah, but Pink Floyd's lyrics are like insane. It's like it's somebody that's who went, cool. It's somebody who went crazy. This is like normal people feeling normal, like darkness in their lives. They didn't seem crazy to me. Come on, the wall is about somebody's descent into freaking insanity. But but there's a lot of anger there, and there's a lot of loss. There is a lot of anger there, to. and I feel Pink Floyd too. But I also. This band is more of my generation. Pink Floyd's more of your generation. Oh, okay. I grew, oh, I, I guess that describes it. In 1992, I was 21 or 22. I was going through freaking, should I do this? Should I do that? How am I going to do this? I'm an adult now. I got to work. I got to do this. I'm around people who don't like me. I'm working. I don't know if I like these people. You know, I, I'm 
fucking my mom is going crazy my mom grandma's going crazy and i sit here and listen to this and go these people are feeling the same thing i'm feeling i had a grandma with dementia at this time dude and i'm taking care of her and this song goes fuck i'm sitting in an angry chair fuck my grandma's fucking diseased right now and i can't do nothing about it that's what i feel about that song everybody else feels what they feel when they hear this but i felt i'm fucking angry about this why did this happen to happen to me why is my grandma fucking depressed and and dying why is my mom going down the same hole my grandma's going down getting depressed with my grandma and not and and changing people around me were changing at this time and it was it wasn't the happy happy go like when i was growing up i know i had a lot of uh bad things growing up but i had more good than bad you know i had people to protect me now i'm an adult i don't have anybody to protect me anymore i gotta protect myself i gotta protect my feelings yeah. and this is what this album brought out in me you know okay i guess for me it's more like i was so screwed up back then that i thought i don't want to hear about my being screwed up i already know i'm screwed up i want to hear something better because maybe that will take me out of it so that was me it just this album just made me feel hey man there's people out there like me people out there who who are freaking struggling people out there who feel what you feel this this is what brought it out to and plus it fucking rocked <laughs> you know I, oh. I, I got you know how I like lyrics you don't cling to lyrics even though you write lyrics you write good yeah. melodies and good music your lyrics are yeah. just I think you just write lyrics to go with what you're you're saying you're trying to say something but you you concentrate more on your musicality than your lyrics so, yeah yeah so but these guys concentrated on the musicality and the lyrics and i freaking dug them all right let's get into the last track on the album wood what did you think about that you picked this song lee yeah so let's play wood by alice chains on the freeform rock podcast Ooh. 
And this is Wood by Allison Chains. What'd you think of that one? Why'd you pick it? I like this as a last song because it's rocking, but not too intense. It allows me to not get stressed too much. I like the eerie tone to it. And I can imagine the group doing a video for this in a cave. It's they, a pretty cool song. They did do a video of this in a cave. Huh? Wow. You, you never saw it? No. That's weird. They're in a cave, I have dude. to see it. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's weird. They did do a video kind of in a cave, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 wow. That's funny. I, I guess I should say I actually like them now. Yeah, the... Um, I will tell you that the more I heard it, the more I liked it. I'll put it to you like this. This is not ordinarily the type of music I would hear, but I wasn't the type where I was like, yuck, I can't hear it. At least I was able to hear it. All right. Um, this song concerns the late lead singer of Mother Love Bone, Andrew Wood, who died of heroin overdose in 1990. Wood and Wood are, are homophones. How, am I saying it right? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's written by Jerry Control. Um, so this song was about him. I don't know if you know L Mother Love Bone. It was a band that had heard of them. a couple members of Pearl Jam in it, and they were very close up there. Andrew Wood was a really great singer, and that album was yeah. pretty good if you check it out. It, like Star Star Dog Champion on it, uh, Crown of Thorns, and um, really good, really good lyrics, really good album. And the, okay. the, the albums, see, this is like me. Know me broken by my master. Teach thee I'm child of love hereafter. And then into the flood again. Same old trip it was back then. So I made a big mistake. Try to see it once my way. Drifting body. It's soul desertion. Flying not yet quite the notion. You know, it's freaking, it's a great song. The bass line in the beginning. Boom, 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 Freaking killer. You know you're going to get a killer song. And the, the harmonies that Lane and uh, Control do together in the beginning of it. And then, and then freaking Lane goes into the chorus. Into the flood again. Same old trip it was back then. So I made a big mistake. Try to see it once my way. Freaking great. I like it's like Jerry does the first part, Know Me Broken by My Master, and then Lane does the chorus. It's just a freaking great way to end a great album, man. I just fucking love this album. Um and then after this album they did a freaking acoustic album, which is really cool, Jar of Flies. Just check that one out. Really good. A band goes from from like dark shit and then they go to acoustic. Freaking killer. Uh, this is a great album. Uh, I hope you guys dig it. And uh, Lee, we got some uh, tracks of the week. Yep. And you picked. Duh, where did I write this down? You picked uh, Seeds, No Desire. Uh, and, or, or No Escape. No Escape. Yeah, Seeds. I don't know why I said No Escape. I'm a little buzzed here. I, seeds. It don't matter to me, just as long as they got the song. Seeds, No Escape. And I picked. Um, funny i was just talking about him mother love bone crown of thorns because mm -hmm. i thought this was lane died of heroin um andrew wood died of heroin so it's like mm -hmm. uh i thought this would go good with this podcast with this mm -hmm. song crown of thorns and crown of thorns is a really light fucking dark fucking great song i love it mm -hmm. um and then we end it with your song lee and i have something to say about your song hmm Dude, when when uh, David Bryan leaves Bon Jovi, you should be the keyboard player in there. Just get the wig. 
<laughs> hey, that was a compliment, dude, because your piano playing on this song is amazing. Oh, thank you. I I um haven't heard it in a while. You're actually so playing you're it. actually playing notes, dude. You're not playing do 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 like freaking rush do 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 subdivisions, you know? You're playing oh, like okay. you're playing like keys and you're going around the, you're actually tickling the keyboard a little bit more on this one. Cool. I really enjoyed it, dude. And it was based upon a poem that I wrote. What was the poem? It's called Preparation. Preparation, yeah. It's a great... You guys, stick around and listen to Lee, man, because it's a great song, you know? So I that was actually lyrics that I had thought of um, as as a real piece of, of, of writing. Yeah, it was really good. So uh, what are we doing next week, Lee? Um, we're probably going to do one by a group called The Illusion. And the album is called Together as a Way of Life. Together as a way of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. I don't know. Is that um, the way it goes? <laughs> I haven't heard it yet. Uh, um, um, no, but but that wasn't bad. <laughs> Dang. All right, man. Until next week, here's your tracks of the week. Seeds, No Escape, Mother Love Bone, Crown of Thorns, and our Lee Gershman song, preparation until next time say goodbye lee goodbye
You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artists by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.